Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the imitation of Christ from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with Book 1, Chapter 25. The 25th chapter, Zeal in Amending Our Lives. Be watchful and diligent in God's service, and often think of why you left the world and came here. Was it not that you might live for God and become a spiritual man? Strive earnestly for perfection then, because in a short time you will receive the reward of your labor, and neither fear nor sorrow will come upon you at the hour of death. Labor a little now, and soon you shall find great rest, in truth, eternal joy. For if you continue faithful and diligent in doing, God will undoubtedly be faithful and generous in rewarding. Continue to have reasonable hope of gaining salvation, but do not act as though you were certain of it, lest you grow indolent and proud. One day, when a certain man who wavered often and anxiously between hope and fear was struck with sadness, he knelt in humble prayer before the altar of a church. While meditating on these things, he said, Oh, if I but knew whether I should persevere to the end. Instantly he heard within the divine, within the divine answer, If you knew this, what would you do? Do now what you would do then, and you will be quite secure. Immediately consoled and comforted, he re resigned himself to the divine will, and the anxious uncertainty ceased. His curiosity no longer sought to know what the future held for him, and he tried instead to find the perfect, the acceptable will of God in the beginning an end of every good work. Trust thou in the Lord and do good, says the prophet. Dwell in the land, and thou shalt feed on its riches. There is one thing that keeps many from zealously improving their lives, that is, dread of the difficulty, the toil of battle. Certainly, they who try bravely to overcome the most difficult and unpleasant obstacles far outstrip others in the pursuit of virtue. A man makes the most progress and merits the most grace precisely in those matters wherein he gains the greatest victories over self and most mortifies his will. True, each one has his own difficulties to meet and conquer, but a diligent and sincere man will make greater progress even though he have more passions than one who is more even-tempered, but less concerned about virtue. Two things particularly further improvement, to withdraw oneself forcibly from those vices to which nature is viciously inclined, and to work fervently for those graces which are most needed. Study also to guard against and to overcome the faults which in others very frequently displease you. Make the best of every opportunity, 
so that if you see or hear good example, you may be moved to imitate it. On the other hand, take care lest you be guilty of those things which you consider reprehensible. Or if you have ever been guilty of them, try to correct yourself as soon as possible. As you see others, so they see you. How unpleasant, how pleasant and sweet to behold brethren fervent and devout, well-mannered and disciplined. How sad and painful to see them wandering in dissolution, not practicing the things to which they are called. How hurtful it is to neglect the purpose of their vocation and to attend to what is not their business. Remember the purpose you have undertaken, and keep in mind the image of the crucified. Even though you may have walked for many years on the pathway to God, you may well be ashamed if, with the image of Christ before you, you do not try to make yourself still more like him. The religious who concerns himself intently and devoutly with our Lord's most holy life and passion will find there an abundance of all things useful and necessary for him. He need not seek for anything better than Jesus. If the crucified should come to our hearts, how quickly and abundantly we would learn. A fervent religious accepts all the things that are commanded him and does them well, but a negligent and lukewarm religious has trial upon trial and suffers anguish from every side because he has no consolation within and is forbidden to seek it from without. The religious who does not live up to his rule exposes himself to dreadful ruin, and he who wishes to be more free and untrammeled will always be in trouble, for something or other will always displease him. How do so many other religious who are confined in cloister discipline get along? They seldom go out, they live in contemplation, their food is poor, their clothing coarse, they work hard, they speak but little, keep long vigils, rise early, pray much, read frequently, and subject themselves to all sorts of discipline. Think of the Carthusians and the Cistercians, the monks and nuns of differing orders, how every night they rise to sing praise to the Lord. It will be a shame if you should grow lazy in such holy service when so many religious have already begun to rejoice in God. If there were nothing else to do but praise the Lord God with all your heart and voice, if you had never to eat or drink or sleep but could praise God always and occupy yourself solely with spiritual pursuits, how much happier you would be then you are now a slave to every necessity of the body. Would that there were no such needs, but only the spiritual refreshments of the soul, which, sad to say, we taste too seldom. When a man reaches a point where he seeks no solace from any creature, then he begins to relish God perfectly. Then also he will be content no matter what may happen to him. He will neither rejoice over great things 
nor grieve over small ones, but will place himself entirely and confidently in the hands of God, he for whom is all in all, to whom nothing ever perishes or dies, for whom all things live, and whom they serve as he desires. Always remember your end, and do not forget that lost time never returns. Without care and diligence, you will never acquire virtue. When you begin to grow lukewarm, you are falling into the beginning of evil. But if you give yourself to fervor, you will find peace and will experience less hardship because of God's grace and the love of virtue. A fervent and diligent man is ready for all things. It is greater work to resist vices and passions than to sweat in physical toil. He who does not overcome small faults shall fall little by little into greater ones. If you have spent the day profitably, you will always be happy at eventide. Watch over yourself, arouse yourself, warn yourself, and regardless of what becomes of others, do not neglect yourself. The more violence you do to yourself, the more progress you will make. This is the last chapter of Book 1, which is called Thoughts Helpful in the Life of the Soul. We have heard many helpful pieces of advice in this chapter to help us grow in holiness, things that are worth reflecting on. This last chapter talks about the zeal that is needed to amend our lives. Zeal is the fire of love. When someone is in love, he or she goes to great lengths to please the loved one. If we love God, we will waste no effort to live like Christ because we want to be with him forever. Thomas Kempis addresses his thoughts here to those in the religious life. It was much more common to write uh, testaments uh, for the religious to grow in holiness than for lay people. Um, through the course of the years, slowly, uh, there have been some books written on the lay people growing in holiness. And the Second Vatican Council certainly reminded us that it is the vocation of all of us to grow in holiness, not just the priests and the religious. We are all called to a deeper conversion, a deeper opening of our hearts to Christ. Compared to eternity, our lives here on earth are relatively brief. Thomas Kempis says that what holds us back from working on our holiness is a fear of what the Lord might ask of us. We're afraid it might be too difficult. There's a fear of missing out. We might miss out on some fun in life. Most things in life that we think will fulfill us will end, us, end up leaving us empty. Doing God's will will bring us the happiness that we seek. Jesus is very gentle. He will help us every step of the way. We should fall in love with him, and then everything becomes easier. When we love someone, we don't count the cost. Growing holy is like any other discipline. It takes training, perseverance. It doesn't happen overnight, and it doesn't happen without effort. 
It takes God's grace and our cooperation. Thomas Akempis often says, do violence to yourself. Uh, merely what he means here is deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow Christ. Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche, the Superior General of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception, and I'm excited to let you know about my new daily podcast entitled Venerable Casimir and Our Lady, which will be launching on October 21st, 2023. Venerable Casimir Vyshinsky was a Marian father who lived in the 1700s. We are praying for a miracle so that he can be beatified. He helped to revive our congregation when we were at a low point because of the actions of his brother. He rewrote a Latin handbook by a Jesuit on the ten gospel virtues of Our Lady. He called it Morning Star, so that lay people would be able to understand it, to imitate Mary's virtues, and to grow in holiness. To access the podcast, simply visit divinemercyplus.org or search Venerable Casimir and Our Lady on Apple Podcast, Spotify, or on whatever podcast platform you prefer. I'm also happy to share with you that you can order a copy of Morning Star on shopmercy.org. That's shopmercy.org. Simply search the phrase Morning Star on shopmercy.org and you can order a copy of the book today. Remember, every purchase supports the Marian priests and brothers at the National Shrine of the Divine Mercy. Thank you, and God bless you. I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you.